Yes, 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 this is Fred and I'm six of high. Yes, that's a D and I'm six five. And uh, welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Yes, welcome. It is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, uh, it's hump day. Yeah. You know, good old hump day. Are we going to make it over the hump? Are we going to make it? Um... So let's just, you know, move right along here. I am currently wearing a um, a denim button down. Yes, um, uh, I would say it is a uh, on the lighter end of the denim color spectrum. Um, so that would be baby blue. And uh, I would say that, you know, it is, um, I would say the denim is, you know, medium thickness, as you know, or if you don't know, um, you know, denim comes in a, in a range of, of thicknesses when it comes to um, button down shirts. And this one would be on the, you know, medium thickness level though it is leaning towards the um you know medium heavy i would say yeah medium heavy would be the um you know, probably the, the nearest approximation of a um of a um you know adjective you know combo there to really describe um this denim uh, button down. Um, it's also got, um, uh, I would say there are metallic buttons instead of, um, you know, your regular, um, you know, buttons that you encounter on a button down shirt. These are metallic uh, snap on and snap off buttons. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And I am, you know, also wearing, um, at the moment, um, you know, dark blue pants. Earlier, um, when I was taking uh, Rioja, Rioja would be our German shepherd. Uh, he's around two years and change, um, years old, that is. And um, uh, I took him out to... Um, you know, for a walk and eventually you know i uh, found this you know this spot you know where i was able you know to uh you know let him off um the the lead there and i was able to throw some sticks and he was able to retrieve those stacks even though he is not a retriever he is a german shepherd but he can retrieve uh if asked to of course, um, he won't retrieve for just anyone. Uh, absolutely not. Um, and the point is that at that point in the day, which was, 
let's see, approximately five hours ago, I was uh, wearing uh, blue jeans as well as the denim um, button-down. Therefore, I was wearing what is uh, colloquially called a, a Canadian tuxedo. Yes, a Canadian tuxedo. It's one of the greatest outfits that a human being can wear. Uh, if you don't know or you have never worn a Canadian tuxedo, I highly suggest that you do so and you do so um, you know, pronto in order for you not to forget. Yes, but yeah, you know, that's that. And I'm also, um, you know, sipping on a delicious beverage out of a red can with a gold lettering as well as uh, red and white lettering. Um, and it's absolutely delicious. Oh, God, that's good. So let's just, you know, keep moving right along here. Um, you know, by the way, I did. You know, received some comments yesterday that, you know, perhaps yesterday's show was, you know, a bit too intense, um, specifically that, you know, perhaps it, you know, was really, you know, suited for experts only. And that was, you know, perhaps my bad. So I do apologize. Mea culpa. Mea culpa. Um, if, you know, that show was... Um, you know, too much for you. I do apologize. Uh, you know, perhaps I should put some kind of warning at the beginning that this is, you know, some shows are, you know, specifically for experts. Um, and I could probably do that, actually. Um, I might actually do that. Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, I think I'm going to actually do that. So give me a second. I'm pretty sure I can just put that in, like, the show notes there, um, you know, for those, show, uh, for those shows that are only for experts so only for experts i will be you know you know i'm doing that for yesterday i know there's a few other ones that are you know only for experts but i don't know if i'm going to be able to you know go back and you know you know really do a, a deep dive and you know find out you know which ones are for experts so if any one of you is so inclined um of course you would have to be an expert to do this or i guess if you were a beginner you could perhaps, you know, also say which ones are for experts because those are the ones that are too much for you. So you'd be able to, you know, flag them like that. So point is, if any of you do want to go back and say, you know, and uh, let me know which uh, shows are for experts, that would be you know, highly appreciated. And of course, if you didn't know, you can do that by uh, first... Of course, you know, subscribing to the newsletter, Hints and Guesses. Of course, Baby Blue Viper is a subsection of Hints and Guesses. The newsletter The newsletter is found at www.fed965.com. <clears throat> and, of course, if you sign up to the, um, um, to the, um, the, the paid version there, you know, you'll be able to, you know, to post comments and you can, you know, then, you know, comment on which uh, shows are expert only. Yes. Um, and though I do think there is also a section that I put um, that even if you're a free uh, subscriber, if you reply to the uh, welcome email with a little bit about yourself, um, you may be able to, uh, you know, uh, write in that email which episodes 
um, you know, would be only for experts. But that does seem to, you know, be a hassle, you know, for everybody involved. So I think it would be much better if you just signed up for the uh, for the paid version. That way you can just post comments directly on the, um, you know, on the, uh, on those, um, on those episodes and posts there. So, um, and then of course, you know, you have a back and forth with other people, you know, perhaps experts, um, as to which ones are for experts and which ones are not. Um, and yeah, of course, it all gets really complicated. I don't know if we can do some kind of verification of who's an expert and who's not. I don't know if Substack has a way to, you know, to rank, um, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, subscribers in terms of their, uh, their level of expertise. I don't think subs, uh, Substack has integrated that feature yet though they may in the future they definitely may point is you know um you know we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out and of course the other point is that you know the price of bitcoin is currently 19,145 usd and the block height is 756068 and of course one bitcoin is equal to one bitcoin and we have 916 days left yes we do yes we do and i'm moving right along going to the <clears throat> to the headlines the world headlines here what do we got what do we got um give me a second give me a second please give me a second mm. From the Independent, Hurricane Ian, live, uh, colon, Cuba hit by total blackout as 2 million evacuate in Florida. Whoa. Um, wow. That seems to be a terrible storm. If you are in the path of that storm, um, uh, I'm not going to suggest that you evacuate. I don't know, you know, the exact details of the situation. All I'm going to say is just... Uh, you know, uh, be careful and uh, stay safe. Um, from the AP, Russia prepares to annex occupied Ukraine despite outcry. Oh, boy. Uh, from Reuters, India bans Islamic group PF, I think it's PFI, uh, uh, accuses it of terrorism. From Fox News, VP Kamala Harris expresses support for Taiwan. Kamala torches China while addressing Navy sailors in Japan. Oof, yeah. From CNN, five things to know for September 28th, uh, colon, Hurricane Ian, uh, comma, January 6th, comma, Nord Stream, comma, Immigration, comma, NASA, uh, Yahoo News, first new Russian military recruits already in Ukraine, comma, says a president's office. Wow, yep, um, this would have to do with uh, Vladimir Putin's, quote, partial mobilization, end quote. Uh, from CNN, hundreds of thousands evacuated as Typhoon uh, Noru makes landfall in Vietnam's Da Nang. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I hope, I hope uh, if you are in the path 
about typhoon that you know you uh, stay safe and uh, be careful um, so yeah of course it goes on and on and on um, but that's that you know really um, I did go on a you know fantastic run this morning after uh, walking the dog uh, it was really fantastic you know got out into the, the Spanish countryside and eventually into uh, you know, I'd say it's almost a forest along the riverbank, uh, and it was absolutely beautiful. And I did manage there also under some uh, some uh, of the of the overhanging uh, tree foliage. What's the word of that? Uh, there's a, a specific word. Uh, the foliage, the the tree cover. Is that it? The tree cover. Hello. Where's my assistant? Where is she? I think she is still out to lunch. Um, the tree cover. I'm pretty sure tree covered. Yeah, covered with under the tree cover. I'm pretty sure that is um, correct. Perhaps not, but I think you get what I'm saying. So it's right by the river. Um, you know, underneath. Uh, you know, some of the branches there, the overhanging uh, foliage, the tree cover. Um, that I, uh, you know, got some burpees in there as well, which were absolutely fantastic. And, you know, um, you know, I'm a guy who I think you're, you can already tell who likes his delicious beverages. Yes, I mean, I don't think I come to, to any surprise to anyone who's been, uh, you know, following Beverly Viper and, um, you know, Fed965. That is, I, uh, yes, I do love my delicious beverages. Yes, I do. And, you know, um, so I'm not really big into, um, well, let's just say that I love my delicious beverage, but I also like to work out and, you know, try to, you know, keep an active lifestyle. But, you know, I am, you know, noticing recently, you know, quite a, like I said, I really, at the moment, I really, in terms of working out, I really only do runs and uh, burpees and uh, pull-ups and yoga. That's, that's, that's it, actually. At the moment, that's it. I'm not doing any kind of um, lifting, um, you know, other than just, you know, straight up body weight and burpees and pull-ups. I'm not doing any kind of lifting with... Uh, you know, with any kind of free weights or, you know, any kind of bench work or squat work, anything like that, or deadlifts. I'm not doing anything like that at the moment. Um, you know, not, I'm, I have nothing against it, by the way. Let me be very clear about that. Nothing at all against that stuff. I have done it in the past. It's just I'm at a moment right now where it's just not appealing to me, and I'm actually much more interested in the results that I'm getting from, you know, straight-up pull-ups, burpees, uh, going on runs and, you know, getting my yoga in. And, you know, I'm definitely liking the results a lot, you know. Uh, in terms of physique, uh, I can definitely say that, uh, you know, uh, the noticeable improvement to, uh, you know, before really going on a strict regiment of uh, runs, burpees, pull-ups, uh, and yoga. Um, the combination here is, you know, quite good, I would say, in terms of, you know, uh, uh, longevity of uh, of uh, you know my uh, my uh, I don't want to get into uh, sexual practices today, but 
Now, I'll just say my endurance levels are, uh, you know, are higher. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely getting more sculpted. Um, and uh, I think my overall, you know, performance is definitely increasing. Um, and, you know, still, you know, keeping, you know, flexibility and not, you know, taxing my, uh, my joints and tendons too much. Um, so at the moment, I think I'm going to continue on this, you know, this path, though I'm sure at some point I will begin to incorporate, um, you know, some, um, some lifting, uh, but, you know, that's just, uh, you know, an update. Um, what else, what else, what else, what else? Oh yeah, the meeting went well yesterday, by the way. Yes, the meeting went well. Um, so, you know, I had a, you know, a good meeting there, you know, talked about this and that, you know, the global situation, uh, the, you know, energy crisis, uh, uh, specifically in Europe, of course. Uh, of course, it has to do with the, the Russia-Ukraine war. Uh, and of course, um, this, other individual who I was, you know, talking with, um, he had theories on, um, you know, the U.S. foreign policy in, in regards to NATO expansion and, uh, um, you know, he had, he, he had his own viewpoint. Um, you know, he took the viewpoint more, and I'm not going to dox him, but he took the viewpoint more of that, that, uh, that basically that Russia was provoked into acting this way um, because of uh, pretty much a NATO aggression. Um, and it's, there's definitely, I can see that argument. I listened to that argument. I absolutely did. I listened to that argument. Um, and, you know, like I said, I don't really, I am not, you know, I don't, I'm not on the ground in Ukraine. So I can't, you know, uh, you know, really speak to the specifics of what's going on in Ukraine at all. Um, but, you know, I do know that it's a very hairy situation. It's definitely a very hairy situation. And, you know, my personal opinion is that I just hope for a de-escalation. That's what I've been saying. Have I not been saying that, you know, for who knows how long, but I have been calling for a de-escalation for so long in order to not have you know any more bloodshed and you know um you know people losing their lives you know the completely people who have nothing to do with uh you know nato expansion people who have nothing to do with uh you know russia russian interests there russian uh, you know security interests there's people who are just you know living their lives are getting you know literally uh you know caught in the crossfires here so that's just my take on it it's just you know, let's, you know, we can definitely point fingers. Absolutely. We can point fingers all day. Uh, and I'm not here to tell you, you know, or to, you know, to really argue with you that, that you know, that the politics are very messy, extremely messy when it comes to, to this situation. It's just extremely messy. Um, but, um, you know, I'm still, you know, calling for a de-escalation in order, you know, to, you know, to prevent more bloodshed. And, um, but it's definitely a very messy situation. The energy crisis is just getting started. We're going to see what happens this winter if, uh, you know, Russian gas isn't flowing, um, you know, Germany and, the, and uh, you know, uh, the Czech Republic and uh, there's uh, Poland 
all these countries, um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, rely heavily on Russian gas. You know, the the Eastern um, Eastern Europe and you know going into Central Europe rely heavily on Russian gas. Um, I'm fortunate to, fortunate to be in Spain right now, which does not rely on Russian gas. Um, if I'm not mistaken, most uh, gas uh, to uh, Spain comes through Algeria. Um, as well as there is, you know, well, the U.S. imports um, on gas to Europe. Um, so what happens is that the gas, that most of that gas comes from fracking, by the way. Um, I'm not here to, you know, to, to go, you know, dive into the, you know, to fracking. I'm just going to say that that's, it is a large part of the, of the gas that is sent to Europe. Um, it is actually frozen. Um, it's frozen and um, put in containers, um, you know, you know, specialized containers, and of course shipped over to Europe. And there's only two ports in Europe that are able to accept um, these uh, frozen containers, which are then um, unfrozen and uh, you know put into the pipes and then sent all over Europe. Um, and one of those ports is in Spain, by the way. And the only you know two ports in Europe that is able to uh, accept this uh, frozen gas from uh, from fracking that uh, in the U.S. of A. Um, I'm not sure where the other uh, port is, by the way. Um, but um, point is that the energy crisis is real, and we're going to see what happens this winter. By the way, that gas that comes in from the U.S. Um, the fracking gas is it's, it's I think they sell it. Uh, it's over, perhaps three. It's three times more expensive than the Russian gas. So, um, so that's one of the issues here, right? Um, if Russian gas uh, is cut off to Europe, um, and then these other Eastern and Central European countries start to having to rely not only on uh, coal, um, which was, um, you know, uh, Germany, if I'm not mistaken, just recently fired up one of their. Um, their old old coal um, uh, factories that have been offline for three years, and it actually takes apparently a, almost a year and a half to you know put that uh, factory back online. And the issue with that um, is that um, that uh, is known to produce uh, acid rain. Um, acid rain in uh, Germany was a real thing in the 90s actually you can look that up and that was a byproduct of you know uh, heavy reliance on uh, on coal and the other issue is that cheap coal comes from uh, Poland um, and the problem is that that cheap coal is um, heavy I don't know if it was in uh, it might be in heavy in sulfites that you know then produce sulfur that you know cause more acid rain um, so that's the issue. So it's cheaper, but then you have to go to Poland and get cheap coal. But then you're 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 risking acid rain, which caused um, a huge amount of forest fires in the '90s in Germany. So Germany's definitely worried about restarting that coal factory. But then again, they have to do something because they're not going to have if Russia decides to cut off all the gas, um, and you can't be only relying on the gas that is shipped from the U.S. of A. First, because um, that gas is way, way more expensive than what everyone's used to right now in uh, in Europe. So then you're just going to get, you know, um, your people are just going to get extremely, excuse me, give me one second here. I'm going to 
unplug and you know plug some things um but you know people are gonna get you know super um you know super mad we put it lightly when you know their uh, their wallet takes this massive hit so then of course you know germany's gonna you know have to fire up these plants but then you have the risk of environmental disaster and then of course you have nuclear in the background which people are still afraid of though there is um um you know micro uh nuclear if i'm not mistaken which is you know what uh people are working on at the time is more you know able to be you know controlled and um has, has more safety um or safeguards around it the point is that um, these all things that we were talking about yesterday you know during the meeting and um you know uh you know i was just like well I really just hope, you know, I mean, you know, I still have, you know, faith in people, right? So, you know, we got to, you know, put our heads together and, uh, you know, come up with solutions here, um, you know, to the energy crisis, of course, and to, uh, you know, you know, de-escalating this, um, this situation in uh, Russia, Ukraine. Of course, you know, um, this individual also had, you know, theories on um, on that uh, this was a preemptive. Um, it was uh, basically that uh, the, 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 I guess you would say that, you know, the U.S. of A. was, um, you know, attempting to preemptively, you know, uh, get a war over with, um, with, um, the uh yeah I don't know, it all got really nebulous um you know with uh but specifically with eventually with russia and uh, you know perhaps even china because in terms of you know um, global you know geopolitics in the future you know china is going to be you know very hard uh you know to beat in a you know direct confrontation so Instead of giving them, you know, uh, an extra, you know, 10 to 20 years to, you know, uh, really military, you know, really improve their military, that it would be better just to have a war beforehand um, where the, um, you know, the U.S. of A. and its allies still have a, uh, you know, a, a, an advantage, basically, you know, um, which there's this definitely, definitely makes sense to me. I definitely understand this argument. I mean. You're gonna, if you know you're going to have a war, which is what these, which is what some people believe. I mean, well, one other option would be like, well, there doesn't ever have to be a war, does there? It's, it's not like in 20 years there has to be a war with, with between the U.S. and its allies and, and China and its allies. It doesn't have to happen. But perhaps that it's just being too naive. And, um, you know, some people believe that's going to happen anyways. And the only way for the U.S. of A. and its allies to win that war would be to have it as soon as possible. Because in the future, is they're you know they're not gonna have uh, a chance. And yeah, so that's really, you know, you know what we're dealing with here today. Um, by the way, I did listen to some Led Zeppelin and some Frank Zappa this morning, and I will say that that combination is just. And when I say that combination, I just mean like on uh, on the run. Um, obviously, they didn't record any albums together. Um, I just mean like on a playlist, um, putting Frank Zappa and Led Zeppelin together on a playlist is just, 
it's just um it's just fire yes it's just fire um so yeah uh, anyways i hope you're having a fantastic wednesday wherever you are and you know um let's uh let's get over the hump yeah let's do it let's do it let's get over the hump and uh i will see you soon